podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I shoot my shot, I hit my toes. 187, that's Andrew Cole. I shoot my shot, I hit my goals. I let man act like they don't know. Check my record and learn that code. 187, that's Andrew Cole. Murder a beat, I'm cold. I link up with bro, that's... I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to talk I shoot my shot, I hit my goals, I let man act like they don't know Check man's record, I learned that code, 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold, when I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to Middle with the field and check like scores, but I still grind and chase man's goals When I get a chance, man's veins get cold Hello and welcome to another episode of Mugga I'm joined once again by my co-conspirators Elijah, how goes it? I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. good, good, good. You got you got the Niger background ripping during yeah, I, I like that. Quite frankly, between United and Niger, I'm gonna have a horrible season. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my choice. Well, you're born Niger. You couldn't help where <laughs> yeah, you, I mean... you come from, you know. Uh, but Manchester United was very much a choice. Uh, also joined by Gaz. How you doing, Gaz? All oh, good, brother. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, can't complain, man. Yeah, are you guys in Afcon this year? Brother, lie, man. Listen. Woo! Hey, for context, we need to get you in the dugout, guys. We need to get you the dugout, brother. For context, man's it and I'm Ugandan. For the listeners that don't know, so that's the context. <laughs> <laughs> right, we when's the next one? What four years from now? Bro, I think it'll be like another two or three, man. That's crazy. No, but it's, no, it's, um, it's legit next year. Next year? Next oh, year. So right? yeah. Next year. Yeah, I think it but yeah, it'll, it'll depend because I feel like it it will change it will change depending on summer and winter based on the country that that it is that it's in. Yeah. Yeah, so fair enough, man. So they didn't. So why is that happening? Are they trying to do what uh, Copper did with um, Messi for Salah? Just have <laughs> <it> <laughs> until. Uh, man, <laughs> you know what? Is there a temperature thing? Because I think because the last the, the first time was held in summer was in Algeria, and then this one is being held in Morocco. So I look with the North African countries, maybe they can hold it in summer, which makes no sense because it's kind of hot. But yeah. I feel like. Um, yeah, so it, it just depends on where it is, then it'll be based on some, some more winter, which makes it even worse. So, somehow, Dude, that then crazy, no matter yeah. where you do it, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a bit weird, but we move in it. Fair, I feel like the last four or five years, um, there's been an AFCON pretty much every year, maybe one year there wasn't, man. It's crazy, uh, yeah, because it was so it was 2019, then 2022. Really? Yeah, 20, 20, 2020 there 2020 there wasn't one obviously yeah. uh, and there wasn't one in 2021 yeah makes sense so 2019 2022 2023 2024 Ugh, fair enough man um but let's 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 start with all things manchester united before we drift to any afcon related news so before I do that, we've got to do the usual plug the socials. If you're not following on the Twitter, TLF underscore Mugger. Last couple of weeks, I've teased, paused, 
uh, what if Patreon episode. I just had a word with Elijah and guys, I'm going to put that together this week. So that's coming through to you. Uh, we're trying to do discords more regularly. So if you're somebody who likes to do the watch alongs and you just like to be part of the discord community while games aren't on, there's different channels, channels for the club that you're, you're supporting. And there's also channels for other sports that you may be interested in. Um, if you're somebody who likes the visuals from next week, we'll be streaming Mugga visually. So give us a follow on the Mugga YouTube and also on the Touchline uh, YouTube account as well. Um, and if you're someone who listens regularly, but you haven't given us those five-star ratings on Spotify and on the Apple podcast, come on, man. I've got family to feed, please. Yeah, just go on there, five stars, um, and everybody will be happy. Yeah? Nobody needs to get hurt. Um, so let's get into our most recent game. Uh, home 4.30, extra eyes on you special because there weren't that many games on this weekend. Um, Spurs come to Argaff. Uh, Gaz, going into that game, how, how, how were you feeling? Obviously, there'd been a bit of a gap since we last played, which was actually quite nice, you know? Quite nice, actually. Um, so how were you feeling going into the game? Um, quite good, actually. More so because we haven't played recently. Um, so it's just been quite quite blissful, if I'm honest. Um, <clears throat> I didn't know Kulovesky wouldn't be playing, so I found that out when the lineups were released. Um, and and despite that, I still thought Tottenham would come and dominate, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, and I, I felt they would dominate, but I felt we would get chances in behind due to the fact of their high line, which has been discussed plenty of times, and the fact um, we have a lot of pace and players that like to run in behind. Um, we tend to struggle in, in games where there's like a mid block or a lower block, so... In the instance of today's game, um, I was quite confident that United would be able to uh, to at least cause them issues. But I knew Spurs would dominate. I looked at the Tottenham lineup though, and I was like, this midfield, their midfield story. Uh, Skip is just such a such a mere footballer. Um, Benzo Corby being back was was good for them. Um, Hoiberg is a is a steady Eddie um, Hoiberg, um, and their front three just didn't put any fear in me. Uh, mm. But I should have been wary of the of the form of R nine. Um, which has A A R G H nine for those who are uh, not necessarily in tune with that nickname. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of our starting lineup, there were no real surprises other than Wan Bissaka at left back, and Ten Hag explained it after, which I'm sure you will go into yourself. Um, no, I won't, mate. I don't listen to his press conferences, so I don't blame you either. He talks a lot of, <laughs> shit. He talks a lot of shit. Um, he basically yeah, feel free to enlighten us on what he said. Um, basically, he played Wan Bissaka left back. I think Luke Shaw dropped out um, of the other, okay. and he said essentially he didn't want to change too much of the tactic, the tactical approach to the game. So he just decided to slot Wan Bissaka in at left back. What that actually means, I'm sure maybe Elijah will be able to dovetail into in terms of how it applied in the game. Bissaka mm. um, dealt with Johnson quite well for the most part. Johnson didn't really cause him any issues. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm intrigued to know what Ten Hag actually meant by he didn't want to alter the tactical approach because normally. Dallow would have been playing at the left back and more likely to invert and do that at a better um do that better than say Wambasaka would and Wambasaka naturally plays right back. Other than that, the starting lineup didn't surprise me at all. Um Ericsson was disappointing. I'm just not a fan of him as a footballer at this stage in his career. Um so yeah, other than that, there were no surprises. Anana being here when he shouldn't be, he's an absolute disgrace. He should go and he should have been that for Karimin yesterday. He should have been playing. There was absolutely, and you know what kills me, there was absolutely no way he was making that game. Absolutely not. When they said, oh yeah, he's going to play for you lot on, Mon on Sunday, play for Cameroon on Monday. Are you telling me man's going to finish the game, hop on a flight, fresh off the plane, straight to the stadium? Lads, 
It's all, it's all on me, man. And He's man was even doing post-game interviews. Ain't you got a fucking cab to catch to get you to, to Manchester Airport? By the way, can I just say I hated his pre-match interview when he was saying, oh, we're Manchester United. We need to win big games. Oh, bro, that gave me the heebie-jeebies. I absolutely thought that we were going to... I thought it was going to be a gaffe on his behalf. And you could argue there was ever... Boy, the second like, goal, boy. You could argue. <laughs> hey, hey. Them arms are 5-2, fam. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, those are my early thoughts of, you know, the game before it started anyway. Fair, fair, fair. Elijah, um, how, how did it play out for you? Like, obviously, Andrew Postacoglu is a manager who's, like, earned plaudits this season, not just for how his team has played, but also for his ability just to keep it real, basically. Um, so, like, in his press conferences, you, like, you get the vibe you're dealing with an honest man. Don't get that vibe from Ten Hag personally. Um, and apart from getting good results, the way they've played has been exciting. It does leave a lot to be desired defensively at times, but they've scored goals and you probably say on paper they're outperforming the sum of their parts. Uh, then in the, in the red corner, you've got Manchester United. It's just not good, really. Uh, can't score goals, can't defend, can't control games. Manager, um, when he's not uh, contradicting himself in press conferences, he's falling out with players. Uh, when he's not going against his philosophy, he's making Scott McTominay a linchpin of his team. Um, how did the game play out for you um, in terms of just watching it? Well, to be honest, I'm, I, I missed the first half. I missed basically basically majority of the goals. But um, yeah. yeah one of them, them pre-game naps again. Because you have a tendency to see the lineup and then immediately feel sick. Nah, nah, <laughs> the worst thing is, <laughs> like I said, I... I was actually playing football for okay, I'm gonna do shit. I'm gonna do it myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm tired. I'm tired. But um, nah, um, yeah. So like the second half was like I, I was listening to the podcast there, and, and like I was watching. I was thinking, surely this wasn't how the first half played out because I was thinking this is a really shit game, game, game of football, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I've seen I've seen a bit of the highlights, but I mean, I just I'm I'm never impressed with Man United, like. I'm not even look at the disgust on Elijah's face. You yeah. look so disgusted. Like, well, I don't know if you listened to last week's pod, but he kind of like <laughs> started really dejected, and then he spent like 30 minutes just ranting, really. And Elijah doesn't really rant, so I just let him cook, man. What's he cooking? I don't know, but let him cook. <laughs> don't look, I'm cooking crack. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> um, no, but like literally, like. I'm not even one of them guys that wants all the pretty football. I just want some competency, but we're just such an incompetent team to watch. Like, the amount of space on and off the ball is just so... It, it looks so amateurish. And these guys train five days a week. It's so crazy to watch it just from a setting up your team, not even to be good, just to act like you have some sort of clue. And someone described it as like, Either you can be, you know, a team that pushes up and you're pressing and you're taking the risks that come with that, or your team that's compact and you play a low block. We're kind of trying to do both, but doing neither well. So the press is lackluster, but we're playing deep, but it's not compact. So like, teams are just cutting through us constantly. <laughs> but like we've said this under how many managers though? Like that's what's so concerning. We keep saying that. We look so disorganized, we just off the cuff. Like, we keep saying, What do these guys do in training? We've said that for 10 years now across different managers. How crazy that is! Like, we're so unimpressive to watch, like, just in terms of like, co like competency, 
quality, excitement. We're not a good, we're just not good to watch. And like, it's just like, we're just really poor. And then you compare it to Spurs where all their players are out injured. And it's like, I think the worst thing to happen to Ten Hag this season is not even anything at the club. It's the fact that Ange has come to Spurs and just mm-hmm. looked said, bro. Like, mm-hmm. literally. Like, mm-hmm. I understand, like, with Spurs, it's a bit different. I understand because they've built, that what they were building has gone back a bit further because they've had parity yeah, yeah, like with like the different signings and there was a bit more of philosophy and thought behind those signings but still like it is just night and day because Conte and Mason and the other you like Spurs Spurs were just as bad to watch as we are now probably even worse and the change round is ridiculous. And this is not even something where it's like, where it's like, oh, players have been out injured for Spurs. Players have been unavailable for Spurs and still play the same way. They've played the same way against City, Arsenal, us. Hey, that's it, by the way. That's it again. They were actually quite depleted. Other than yeah. Son, it was Benzo Corden. Yeah, they were quite depleted. Yeah, so, so, so it was like, so Kulisevsky, the player was Johnson. Then it was Basuma. Um, La Celso, Hill, I believe. Um, yeah, they, they they were very depleted that game because even that game, they were playing Emerson and Davis at centre-back. So it's like, they were very depleted, but they still play the same way. And I feel like with Ten Hag, I understand, like, cool, you have, there's there's a bit more pragmatism, but it's like, he's, got, he's just gone too far. He's like literally gone too far. Like now he's no, just scratching. Bro, how can you be pragmatic and open? How can how can you be what? pragmatic and have runners off the ball? Like going in like... like the thing is the the problem we are we look so it's not even that we look badly coached. We don't look coached. Like it just looks like these are a set of players that are running around. Yeah, which is crazy. Like I, I I think I was trying to um describe it as like you know when people say like oh like Oh, like you can see what he's trying to do, you know. Even if it's not working, you can see what he's trying to do. You know, people like to talk about managers and whatnot. And I said, like, that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest issue for me. If we could see what he was trying to do, but we just weren't executing it, that means to me there's some journey to us being able to a objectively analyze the progress the team is making, but b also be able to identify the players and positions and the profiles that we need to get closer to what he's trying to achieve. He's playing the best of no worlds. He's literally playing the best of no worlds. And then the players that he's picking don't really make any sense either. So it's like, really, what are you doing out there? What are you doing in coaching, uh, in games? It looked like against uh, West Ham. And who did we play after West Ham? Um, He was trying to maybe set us up a bit deeper and be a bit yeah. was it Villa? Who's somebody, man? Maybe yeah. Villa. Um, set us up a bit deeper and a bit more compact. But then I thought that was more just so a fear of like, these guys can't score. The least I can do is make it hard for teams to score against us. But then Villa play high. So then we just matched what Villa did and there was hella space behind. So I wish somebody would just ask him like in a press conference, like what is the, like, and not just, don't just give me these like, grandstand, yes, transition and the history of man. Like, give me, like, p- pieces of play when you can point to, yeah, at this particular moment in the game or this particular part of the game, the team were doing exactly what I want them to be doing on the pitch. 
Because I just can't make heads or tails of it. Like, right? the perfect like, example of that is as well. So the perfect example of that is the fact that he says, we don't play a man-marking system. Yeah, when you watch the game, it looks like we are playing a man-marking system until the fact we lose our runners. It feels also contradictory, I guess, is one of like my biggest uh, confusions with Eric Ten Hag this season and the back end of last season. Like, I just don't understand. Like, he says one thing, I watch the game and I see a complete different thing to what you've tried to sell me. You're trying to, you're a con man, essentially. He's like a con like, man. Too. Like, the thing is, last season, when we were obviously playing a man market system, like, of course, he has a reason for that. I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I don't like it, but you could at least see, cool, he's doing it. He's saying, like, I, I think exactly what he said is that at, at times, we will play man market just off the press. And I'm like, cool. When when we're trying to play football, you're you're you're, you're gonna you're gonna go man, man to man. Me personally, I don't like that, but cool. That's your way way to do it. Cool. But what I need to understand is what is the idea of having so much space in midfield? Like literally, like last season, like the the fullbacks might have been invert uh, a little bit to to protect against that 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 um counter attack. He's not doing that, and now he's gone with uh one and a two in midfield rather than a two and a one. Like, I, I don't understand his decision-making. He is just being fucking dumb at this point. Like, that's that's the only way to describe it. He's just being an idiot. Like, if he just went back to common sense, this team would play, not even play much better. They'll just be coherent. Like, Bro, they would play, the bar is so low, we would play much better. I think I, your, your initial thought is correct. That, like, I can't, like every game to me is like, what's gonna happen today? I can't in my mind like picture and see what is our route to scoring goals consistently. What is our route to winning games? Every single game is like we just go out there and stuff happens, and somehow sometimes we get goals and we win. Not many goals, mind you. Um, but then hey, most bro, of the time, yeah, go. On. When you've got Gary Neville, no offense to him, played in one one of the best United teams ever. Gary Neville every week now comes and says, I don't know what United are doing. What are the patterns of play? I don't see where the next pass is going to go. I don't think the teammates know. Gary Neville, who, don't get me wrong, he's a very insightful um, um, pundit and he he was probably more insightful in his early days of doing punditry. Right. But the fact he's coming out and talking about patterns of play shows you how, I guess, disappointed he and a lot of the fan base have been with, with Tenor. I just, I, I don't understand what we're trying to do. I don't get it. Yeah, it's interesting because last season his whole thing was like, oh, I was thinking he was going to come in and try and get us to play like Ajax, you know, that patient passing possession style. I didn't want to see that. That's not the Manchester United style. That's not who we are. No, we're about, yeah, yeah, we're about, you know, direct football, attacking football, getting the ball down the sides, whipping in crosses and whatnot. Uh, and that's the kind of... T- but even within that, there's patterns of play to create those scenarios in games, right? There's patterns of play to get your team in a position where your wide men are one on consistently one-on-one against um, the fullback and they're able to get into positions. There's runs you want your centre uh, forward to constantly be making, areas of the box you want them to be getting into because that's where the ball's going to be played into. So I get exactly what Gary Neville means. So when he talks patterns of play, he's not talking like, you know, the kind of more methodical play that people would necessarily can um consider when you mentioned that just something that gives us some indication of what you're trying to achieve and something that gives us some indication of where are we on this journey as a team you know mm-hmm. is bringing better individuals into the team going to suddenly make us go up a level or is it still going to be running around shit so 
I don't know, man. I don't know with Ten Hag. I think he just has to, he has to go because he's failing in like all facets of his job now. Like, what's he doing well? I think the way Neville spoke about it as well, just to round up on that point, was also patterns of play or a, a way that you like to play is always just a base and it should be just a base anyway. When you're on the pitch, you can't always... Right. And again, again, from my experience in football, I would never just encourage players just to have this one format that's going to work on the pitch because there's going to be situations and scenarios where normally you'd make a pass back into the centre midfield, but the centre midfield has now been pressed, so you might have to go back to your keeper. You might have to try and turn out and then play the ball forward. You might have to... You might have to knock the ball down the channel. Like you can't. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, basically. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I completely agree with with the points you were making. To be fair, it's just um, quite frustrating, and we've started in quite a frustrated manner. Was there anything that you guys were like impressed with yesterday? Hoyland's goal was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, and then the one two with um, and right. the gone and the gone cross for McTominay was nice as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that that was it. So obviously, I was for me the big thing was that what, he scored the goal against Villa, and I didn't want him to then go on like another drought. So I was like, if he can get another goal in like the next two or three games, then he can start to. I think because he scored so early in the game and it was like such an emphatic finish, it kind of settled him down for the rest of the game. And it's so hilarious. I think he's our joint top scorer now, seven goals. Uh, I think with Scott McTominay. And it's like, you know, he's got two in 16 Premier League appearances. So, like, statistically, we can't really ask for more than him for being our top scorer, you know, our joint top scorer. So, um, yeah, it was nice. So, hopefully, we just are still able to create chances. Um, Rashford, he's... I hate to pile on him. I just hate to do it because I feel like out there... The narrative on Rashford is absolutely ridiculous. And it just feels like, at this point, the fan base dislike him. And it doesn't matter what he does. Score, whatever. No score is shit. We're paying him whatever amount a week. But we need more, buddy. We need more, man. What what in particular do you need? Quality. Quality, decision-making, execution. Like, I, I was saying that, I'm trying to understand why he plays the way he plays at his age. Like, um, <laughs> and I was trying to like, when I was saying like, it feels like he's better when he does stuff instinctively. And maybe we saw a bit of that last season where it was like the one touch finishes when he played up up top. So he kind of was always getting that kind of same cross the face and he'd be there and just tap it in. But then I think even when he was playing left, he was open to going inside or going outside. Now it feels like he's gone back to, he's always just trying to cut inside. Always just trying to cut inside. And even in that, his decisions are not snappy. If that's what you're going to do, just do it. When you're one-on-one, you have the space um, on the pitch and you've got the speed and the agility to manoeuvre, like how he did for the goal against Arsenal, um, to get that yard to then decide what you want to do. Instead, he holds on to it, holds on to it, holds on to it. A second player comes over to support the fullback and then he decides to make his move, which is kind of to try and do something where you like kick it in between the two players, then cry and fit your... And they just take the ball off him. And he did it at a point in the second half near the end of the game against Pedro Porro. And it was just like, come on, man. Like, yeah. what's, what's what's going on, buddy? Like, really? He got a goal. Nice finish. Um, that's four in 20 now. You know, a goal every five games. Suddenly feels a lot better than, what was it, one in 19 at a time? So he's yeah. chipping away at it. Can't really ask it for much more, man. So um, then on the other side, Garnacho fucking shit. But although he's one of the best fullbacks in the league, man, 
Um, so I can't really, can't, can't, really hold, can't really hold him on that one. Um, no, I'm not saying he's outstanding technically, but he's yeah. he's a solid technical base. And the fact he can play as both like like he could play that typical fullback role from maybe five six years ago. He could play that sort of outside down the line role. Can also come yeah. inside and very and comfortable inside. Yep, 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 yep. See if he was an Afcon now, that wouldn't have been a problem. But he plays for Italy, plays for the Azzurri. So there, there's 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 that. Um, who else? Bruno Fernandez. Ah, oh, God, this is the worst Bruno man. This is the worst. Bruno. I hate when he just randomly gets it and he disguises it. Like you ain't done shit for like ten minutes, and then you get it, and then it's horrid technique. Like is that all you're is that all you're serving up now? He's a horrible player to watch, man. Honestly. There's no threat of something of quality happening when he, the ball gets to his feet. It's it's insane to watch, man. Maynard wasn't the best, but that's going to happen. We bring on McTominay. <laughs> he had a good chance to win it at the end, to be fair. Like, if you're I, not going to... I think gonna... that was harsh, to be fair. I, nah, I, man. Once you're I getting... Think, no, no, the, the thing is, I feel like if it was anyone but McTominay, I feel like in peak, peak, people would let it slide a bit more. But nah, because... Nah. But, but, but because McTominay has no worth outside of that, they're like, it's if you're on, yeah. you have to put that it's away. Yeah, 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 obviously that plays a part, obviously. But <laughs> that, plays, that is the whole part. No, Let's but, be real. No, you're 6'4", you get there unmarked. What's the problem? I feel like... I feel was, it like good, was it a good cross? Huh? Was it a good cross? It was a good cross. Was but he unmarked? He, it was unmarked. I feel like... Six-four? I feel like he missed. No, is he six four? Is he six four? Yeah, he did. He did miss time. <laughs> I think he mistimed his jump, so he was on the way down, so it came off the the top part of his forehead. So it's well, like that against him, bro. Me, me, you, you would not find find a man <laughs> who hates McTominay in a sixty four mile ra- radius, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it, it was harsh, but I mean, apparently Ericsson was fucking stinky. Apparently, he shit, man, he's <laughs> fucking shit, but we know he's shit. He don't do nothing, and when he hoofs the ball, he hoofs the ball, doesn't track runners, has no athleticism whatsoever. Like, this is my problem now. What's the criteria that is resulting to him being a starter? Every like, Ten Hag. Can you not based on again some like me- a macro idea of yes, he's good technical player? And he, when you're watching his performances, what is making you decide the next game I'm going to bring him in? That's the type of questions I want managers to be held accountable because you're watching the exact same performances as we are. Like, yeah, people could say, Oh, Hannibal didn't pull up any trees, he's going to work hard, minimum, he's going to work hard, he's going to track his runners, and he can carry the ball. Yeah, and he's an okay passer. That makes him mountains better than Ericsson. Sorry. Do you, do you know what the funny thing is? If you swap their ages, there's absolutely no way that Ericsson starts over Hannibal. And to, to me, that to me, that's a massive problem. But it's like it's like, okay, you're just a, a coward then. That's fine. But it's just like Ericsson, I mean, I was against the signing from the start because I was like, cool, you're, si- you're signing a man. Because the thing is, I was against the signing when I was of the opinion he was going to be like a rotational player. Squatty. For- yeah, yeah. The fact that he came in to be a star of some of some sort was absolutely Of insane. some sort. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, 
a starter of some Look, sort. I was not even I wasn't even Ericsson's biggest fan when he was in his prime as a 10. Same, same. When Gaz was saying this version of Ericsson, I wanted to say all versions of Ericsson. Like, like he legit, he, he had a great final third ball and call, but he wasn't, he was like, I always compare it to fucking Dragon Ball Z, just instant tra- transmission everywhere. Just, 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 just transmission everywhere. That's, 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 all, that's all he's doing. But oh, yeah. Like, yeah. horrible. Like, yeah. it's just, is he's horrible to watch? Like yeah. he's worst thing is he is horrible to watch the worst way because he does it silently. At least Bruno's is loud, but his silent shitness has tricked so many people. People were saying last season, oh, he controls the game. I said, brother, you have no idea what control means. Con- con- control to you means a guy who passed the ball sa- sideways five times, and that's control to you. Idiot. He's fucking shit. He's been fucking shit. But but <laughs> But he shouldn't be in this position anyway. I don't know why we signed him. And yeah. he's on what? 150k for three years? Oh. Fucking waste of money, man. Drink, man. We're feeding, we're feeding families, bro. That's what we do. The, the type of goals we've conceded when he plays, those sort of runners off the third man, or his runs in behind where you can see he's la- lagging in behind. It's so frustrating because it's like someone else could... Again, I don't even know someone else could do that job because the tactical setup of the team is still quite a mess. But... Do your job and track your runners, and he's just not capable of doing it. I, the YGs, all the YGs are better than this guy, man. Every the good YGs are better than him. The main news, the Dan Gores. So I, I'm thinking now because Casemiro came to the game, but he didn't play. Um, Casemiro, Mainu, Bruno is probably going to be the starting midfield. Um, that fills me with some sort of I don't know, man. Casemiro. Right, well, off. you say that, then you're going to see Casemiro as the ten. So. Oh gosh, man! Woo! So yeah, this is. <laughs> do you man? Do you man think um Ten Hag will resort to Casemiro and, and Manu as a double pivot once we once they're back together? Once Casemiro is fit, sorry, shall I say? I don't know. The, you know what the worst thing is the one time we looked somewhat competent in that regard was when we played Manu and Amrabat against Liverpool, and even yeah. then. There were times when, obviously, mainly we was dragged up with a stupid man mark and, and Amrabat was left on his own. And they they, they, they were a, able to catch us once or twice. But that game was the like, was one of the only times where we looked solid defensively. And it, look, do you know the worst thing is? The two games where we've actually set up in a solid fashion was Liverpool and Arsenal away. Mm. And if not for that late... Rice deflected thing or the offside with Garnacho, we could have come. We could have come away with cre- with credible results. Mm. So the fact that we have not done that for the rest of the season is so insane to me. Like I don't understand how, as a manager, you actually have something that could work tactically, and you're like, I, I can't do it, and you you go to a, a philosophy and then pick the wrong players. Ah, oh, he's, he's he's actually insane. Like. It's actually insane. Of course. You know what's so interesting? And the fact that you, you called those games out, it suggests to me a fear of the opposition and a fear of being embarrassed in those games by Eric Ten Hag. So, you know what? I'm going to go really, really solid. I'm going to put a couple of guys back here because I don't want a 7-1, a 7-1, you know, we didn't even score one. I don't want a 7-0 from last season again. And I don't want Arsenal, who are one of the best teams in the league, to embarrass us. But like you said, those performances were so solid that... Him not coming away from those being like, hold on a minute, 
we might have something here is absolutely in like that's what i'm saying he's not doing a single thing right it's bonkers it's bon like the thing the thing is anything that does go well is something that's that he stumbles upon and right. if that once you get to that point for me i need you to get sacked it's not just with mm -hmm. uh my night manager with any manager if i see that you're having to stumble your way to good decisions you need to get sacked from me because that you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be paid that much to be stumbling your way to decisions like oh. it's just it's so poor like he he has gotten progressively worse as the season goes on and mm -hmm. I, I, he's so he's so lucky to be in a job he's so lucky to be in, be in the job right now he's really lucky yeah yeah i agree i agree um cool it's january which usually means some sort of transfer activity so for us, it's been outgoing. So I just wanted to talk through some of them, get your thoughts on the moves. People are already putting these moves at like the, the, the feet of Enios. See, Enios, people are going to treat us think us now. It's Enios fees. Um, I'll start with obviously the, the, the elephant in the room, the big one. Jaden Sancho goes back to Borussia Dortmund. Um, glad to get gone, lads. I'll take that silence and your faces as, yeah, yeah, good riddance, yeah, fair, fair, man. Uh, next one is. I'm not. I'm not allowed to speak about him, otherwise the Dwayne will complain. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one um, is aforementioned Hannibal um, Sevilla uh, on loan with obligation to buy for twenty million euros. That would be the biggest fee I can remember us getting for any academy uh, player. Um, in, in, since Lord knows when. Um, what do you guys think of the move? Um, obviously, midfield is an area that was still lacking uh, massive quality. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on that move? Um, yeah, good for him. I, 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 yeah, I think it's good for him to be a guy that's to play football on a regular basis. Um, I think he could have been handy to the squad. I think we could have used him more than we did. I also think he could have shown more of his, his ability that... I think um, Elijah has spoken on before and that uh, from what we know of him in the U team, which is a different level to make to first team football. But from what we, what we know of him as a profile, as a footballer, I don't think he showed enough of his technical ability. And I think he showed way too much of his abrasive and aggressive side, which can work in first team football. But I think it was too OTT at times. Um, but yeah, good for him to go play football and, and play at a high level. I know Sevilla are struggling right now in the league, but yeah, I'm happy for him to get his move. Agreed. How about you, Elijah? Uh, yeah, um, I'm happy for him to get his move. Um, he was at Birmingham last season, didn't do too, was okay. Mm. Um, and I think people took people are very harsh on our if a player goes out and doesn't do well, people take that as them not being good enough. But you'll see with guys like Ghana, uh, Mengi, Ahmad, their first loans weren't great either, and you can see that. Oh well, lesser with a mask hasn't got a chance yet. But guys like Garner and Mengi, they've played at Premier League level and they've looked fine. So um, and even Garner, but, but when he actually went to Watford, it was really fucking shit. Um, they had to cancel that loan. Then he went and went to Forest for half season. Did done okay, and then it was the second season where he started to relatively pull up trees, but it was part of the promotion side. Um, and then yeah, he's gone on from strength strength from there. So I feel like ha. Hannibal, it was his first loan. Um, the, the, then he came into the team this season, got a few, got more minutes than I expected. To be fair to him, um, 
um, which shows the mentality for him to stay and try and fight for a place. But I feel like he was not given enough minutes, but I feel like that was just a hierarchy thing. Um, so hopefully he's able to go to Sevilla. It's not a great place right now. Um, they have Kike Flores. They were appointed recently, I believe. Um, they're not playing great football. Um, they've been switching between a 3-5-2 and a 4-4-2. I'm not sh- I believe he's probably going to go there and play as a 10, which, again, I'm not excited about because I feel like he needs to develop yeah. as an 8 more. But um, just being able to get... To- to be able to get him to play games, or maybe if they continue with a 4-4-2, he could play as in the wider areas, I believe, and then that will actually help him de- de- develop a bit more. Um, but yeah, uh, it will just be good, good to see him play football. Um, I'm not sure about um, fingers. I was looking through their transfer history to see if there's a possibility that they could um, like activate that buy option, but given the fact that they're out of the Champions League, and I don't think they're in Europa, so they're likely to go on that run to get the money next season. Um, and Spanish football is just horrendous, is in horrendous fashion with finances right now. So I'm not sure, even if he does play well, if they'll be able to activate it. But they have shown in the past they have put their stall out for younger players when they have done well for younger players. I think they signed like a 19-year-old from Bayern a few, a few seasons ago for 20 million euros. So... If mm. Hannibal does do well, he will have a year left on, on his contract. So hopefully, um, he, 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 even if he does do well there and Sevilla can't afford it, he'll be able to get picked up from some years. But do you do you rate him enough as a talent? And question for you as well, guys, that you'd like him to outlast Ten Hag and maybe if we get a new manager next season, he comes in and tries his luck? Or do you think his, his time here has come to an end and we should be trying to cash out while we can? The thing is, I don't even think it's a him problem. I think his development has not been handled well in terms of the pathway to the first team. Um, I feel like, I feel like we we I think we waste a few years because he was very high highly touted. Unlike we paid ten million euros for him when he was 15, 16 years old, he was a very high, highly touted talent. So I feel like we should have done more. We should we should have probably got him out on loan sooner. Even though I don't necessarily like loans because I feel like. Um, they're just like more to put people on the market rather than in terms of prog- progression. Or the thing is, like you see loans now, a player will go out on loan and they will, and then they'll be like, oh, he's ready for the first team now. I'm like, could have just in- in- integrate him in-, in the first team and in the squad. So it's like whatever. Um, but I feel like now it's just like there's com- there's a lot of competition in that space somehow it's with midfield. But I feel like it's not. That the, the hierarchy and just his perception is playing more against him rather than the actual, his actual ability. Um, so I feel like he needs to go and play and show people because, quite frankly, it's kind of what happened to Ghana, where Thomas as well. Would you say? Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. It's like essentially these guys could definitely be squad players, but they need to play to prove to not just the coaches, but to the wider fan base that they are good enough uh, to have that squad place. And it's hard to get that get that game time as a squad player and as a young player. So, like, the thing is, like, with someone like Ghana, I'm not too hard-pressed that we lost him because even though he's a good player, I don't think he's, like, special in any way where you're like, ah, shit, we, we're going to regret that. You are, we're probably going to make another Ghana within another two two years um mm. 
So it's like whatever. And like even Hannibal, good player, but he's not someone where it's like fucking up. We, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. have to climb yeah. down. But these are good players that we could keep. But then again, the other side of it is that we can make good money off them. So if if, if we are making good money off them, cool. But we just need that's to the key thing for me is I think we're not getting good value for the quality of these players. Like yeah. Ghana had two full seasons in the championship where he'd done well and we sold him for 15 million. He's proven himself at under 21 level, he's proven himself at a starter at Everton who take away the points deduction are mid level, like mid table Premier League club. That's a 30 million pound player minimum. If you played for Liverpool, if you played for City and he didn't get any games. In the championship, any games in the city team, they're getting 20 25 minimum. So we still pay that price um, of not being a, a good side because people look at us and like, how could you not get into this team? You know, so I agree with you. At our level, it's going to be a very, very, very small amount of academy players who make it into the first team. But financially, we need to be cashing in on these talented guys and making good money. And either you can get a good upfront fee or you're selling them for cheaper. But when they get that next move, we get and got to give me a cut of the VIG, my guy. So um, it's, it's either one or the other. So I, I think that's what we've done with Zidane Iqbal with that £1 million move to um, where the hell he went to. Um, and he's looked pretty decent. And I was watching a couple of comps and I think he was getting a standing ovation from their fans when he... Oh, when he, when he when, well, good footballers doing good things, you know? Who would have thought it? <laughs> Point though, and um, he said it is that talent isn't like a linear thing, and it's not always going to be like you go on loan, you impress, you come back, you make it to the first team. There's going to be times that you might have your first loan, and then shit. I think the same thing happened with Harry Kane, which is like a well-told story now. But like he struggled in some of his initial loans at Leighton Orient, etc. But he pursued and carried on, and development doesn't necessarily work in like an upward trajectory. There's going to be downward spirals, and it's going to work well for you in your early parts of your career. And I think people forget that about young players. Facts. I was. Um, I saw you posted the other day, Elijah. And it was about um, Shuratire. I remember he went to Bolton and it didn't quite work out. And I feel like everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah. Do you know yeah. what's crazy? Like, yeah, I, about him, man. I really, I really how young he is. I actually forgot yeah. how young he is. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck it out. Like, the thing is, like, I was about to make a joke because all obviously there was all. All of this stat line there, and I was about to make a joke saying, Oh, yeah, he should be. He's like 26 years old. That, that I actually looked at his age, I saw he's 19. Like, he's a year older than Manu, like, literally two, three months older than God. I'm like, Fuck it off, like, shit. but it's yeah, crazy, I think that was like that. His loan was an indication of where the club felt he was. You're too yeah. good for this level, you're not good enough to play for the team. We yeah. want to get you in a team. And it's like, maybe that just wasn't a good fit. But he's clearly, I saw the stat, he's yeah. clearly now playing at a level that he's way beyond. So it's a question about, okay, what are the club's views of this player? Are the club views of this player that this can become a, at least a squad member in a team? Mm-hmm. You need to find a team. And I think for me, it's finding teams that are mid-level in their league who want a bit more quality yeah. and are going to be open. Because if they're going for promotion or a title, whatever relative, at the top of their league, they're going to drop these guys crunch moments for more experienced players. If they're fighting for their lives, again, crunch moments, more experienced players. Lower leagues is grit, man. I don't know who it is who plays for Leicester and it's like, listen, man, it's different from Prem Ball, man. <laughs> this is... Bro, I'm, like, I'm fighting for my life. Like, <laughs> I, like I swear to God, yeah, I would never forget this because it's the best thing ever. Someone said, if you play the championship again from the start of the season, 
the whole table will look completely different. <laughs> it's a randomizer. It's a yeah, randomizer. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy. <laughs> Football real league. men, oh, real league. men. That's real men football. Go on, Je- go on, guys. Now the football league as a whole is absolutely like um Elijah. You you know Abraham uh, dreadlocks. Abraham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was telling me about how he's 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 playing at league two and he's much better than that standard of football. Like this guy is a little diminutive, techie youth, bro. He's so so good on the ball. Obviously he's, he's small, so he's having to do his bits in league two, bro. He said it's horrible. He absolutely <laughs> is horrible playing in league two. And he's way beyond that level technically, but obviously... Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're all about kicking you. Guys are fighting for that next paycheck, man. Well <laughs> on. They're well on down there, man. They're not messing you about. So um, then the, the third one I've seen is Alvaro um, Fernandez. Looks like he's heading to Benfica for 10 million. Obviously, the left back, uh, really techie, really creative. Where was he on loan last season? He did an absolute madness, Preston. I think. Preston. Yeah. Preston. Did well, did well there to be fair to him. Uh, yeah, the, fans, yeah. the fans were big fans. Well then you yeah. went to Renada uh this season on loan, didn't do anything. Well, he wasn't playing much, so they called him back and I was going to Benfica. But yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, people really overrate that year, man. <laughs> really overrate him. Yeah, someone in, was well upset about it. I can't remember who I think it was was it Dwayne? Was it Dwayne was out? Oh, fucking hell, I let it go. I don't know. Like the thing is, I well, know the side of history Dwayne's on. <laughs> like I know these guys haven't watched him because I'm just like you w- you wouldn't be upset about this if you actually watched him because cool t- technically offensively he is good cool but athletically like to me he's just a taller tellers and I'm like I don't care I really don't care like e- like even me I've said for time me personally I would just put him a- as a centre back and just have him spray the ball and training, but defensively, he's fucking awful as well. Absolutely trash. He's awful defensively. And that's why at Preston, he was playing as a left wing back and he was bombing them and doing well. Cool. But if but if it comes prem to pay let like people were angry that he got sent out on loan. He's getting in the prem. Like rather than using him as a backup. I'm like, brother, he needs to learn. And you if you want a man to learn left back. In the prem, nah, 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 like as as much as I get onto the, the, the decisions about the academy, that you, you first of all is no one to cry about. He's some NEU. I can't lie. He's just an NEU, and technically he's good. Um, but yeah, like athletically, ah, nah, he, he's just he's just not he's just not that great. So it's like people are crying about it. People are saying, ah. Oh, if Benfica want him, then but what kind of logic is that? <laughs> I mean, it's it's just like you're basically saying you haven't watched the guy, but because Benfica want him, he must be good. Like get 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 out of it. Ben, ben Benfica signed Arthur Cabral, yeah. Who none, none, none you know about that guy has had a stinking half the season. No, 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 no one will care about that. Um, they fucking signed all can cooked you. Who was actually highly rated? He's had an awful season as well. But ah, oh, the Benfica signed him. Get out of here, man! You know nothing. Like I, I really hate the fact that people. I think it's so funny. <laughs> no, because it's so insane to me. Because you're just you're basically talking based off based off tweets you've you've seen. And I'm like, brother, like have some self respect. What like 
comment on what you know, not on just some things that you've seen on, on tweets or other people, people's opinions. It's ridiculous, man. But yeah, I hope he... All the best to him, for sure, man. All yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really upset um, that he's going out on loan because I thought I was going to have to update my spreadsheet. I thought that's a quick 8 mil in the bank for FFP. <sighs> oh, was it not a sell? Is no, that a no. Yeah, it's a learning thing, man. We almost got him. We almost got them, bro. Almost got them. People got the junior in uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. So um, we've been linked with a couple of players, not for now, because obviously we've got no money. Uh, but in the summer, a couple of centre-backs. Um, Arajao of Barcelona, De Ligt of Bayern Munich. Oh, uh, give, me give me a break. <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, they're, calling the Dutch, they're calling it the Dutch Maguire. Oh, wait. <laughs> the the Bermondsey came all the way out there for a gas. Give me a What? Those names aren't moving, you guys know? Uh, um, I can't speak on uh, the bastards and the half, but the lit. He just, he's just I Like, he's just I Like, a lot of the, I, the Ajax team, yeah? <laughs> Bar Frankie, fam. Bar Frankie. Mm. None of the watches are real, bro. It's crazy. I'm trying to think, yeah. Um, because even Maserawi, he's he's been doing he's not been doing great at Bayern. Blind, to be fair, blind, you know. Blind, that's a that's a that's you know certified that's, developed developed here, you yeah. Know? That's a cultured that's yeah. culture, but yeah. I mean, even Frankie de Jong, I don't like that you. So I mean, I'm 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 not even going to give that to him. But yeah, that that. Smart, though, but yes, I hear you. How do you feel about that... so How do you feel about grabbing, grabbing Bertrand in the prem? Uh, he like he's wishy washy anyway. Probably they're calling him. I, I yeah, the the the, the Pogba thing was just it's not racism. But... Of, yeah, not the same. <laughs> it's racism. Um, I don't know he's young, isn't it? He's just come off a season of not playing. Much and he's come to the prep. You can see huh? I've, I've watched him enough to say there's something there, but it doesn't. Yeah, to, to like put my hands on it and say, yeah, this is going to be a player. It's going to be tough for him though, because Curtis Jones is really coming to his own. It's really coming to his own at Liverpool. Obviously, they got yeah. Sabozai there as well. They got McAllister. Um, they're going to look to get a six surely next summer. Um, so he really he has to kind of the six role is probably the place where it's easiest for him to get in, but I don't know that that's the best use of his attributes, but he definitely has talent. I know I have talent. So, <laughs> I yeah, watched we'll, the US we'll see US 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 Curtis Jones was hooping, bro. He, he's a player. He was hooping and he's taking that into this season, which is, yeah, I've seen good young talent coming through, so it's good, it's good to see. Yeah, I think that a lot of those lads who played in that under-21 tournament, it just kind of like gave them a lot of confidence, you know, just certified stamped, you know, because, England's like, yeah, if Southgate doesn't win something, he's a criminal. But England's just got so much, so much talent now, right? But these under-21 tournaments are typically filled with young players who are starting at the top level already. So, like, the best in class it, it nationally like, out of the youth. So, they tend to find that level pretty easy because like, I play with men, you know, week in, week out. Yeah. playing with, like, you know, younger guys who physically haven't necessarily all the way developed or aren't necessarily stuck as this is easy work. But obviously, Gordon was in that team. Uh, James Garner was in that team as well. Angel oh, Gomez was in that team. Curtis Jones was in that team. Um, and they're all having good seasons. Oh, wasn't he? Cole Palmer was in that team as well. Yeah, sorry. And they're, they're all doing their thing, man. 
uh, Madueke somehow come out of the cold now. He, he kind of he's a, he's a winger version of Aaron Wambasaka. You take from that what Don't you even- want. Yeah, yeah, that is pure racism on your part. That's pure <laughs> racism on your part. I'm not no, going to let you get away with that one. Bagley is a Bagley awkward. Nah, nah, I'm not going to let you get away with that one. <laughs> that, 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 one Basaka plays like that gift, but not, not, my mother Wake. He plays with, with a bit more cult, culture there. Of course, a bit more. He's a winger. But if you took off the cap and made him a right back. Joe was one Basaka. <laughs> Let's be real. He was cooking PMP, PMP for days. He was chopping guys in that Crystal Palace academy. Nah, nah, nah. He no, was something about Madueke that I don't like, but he's better than our former right winger, so I can't really complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madueke, uh, he just went to the wrong team, man. It's going to be tough for him. There's just a lot of quality yeah. in front of him. So, yeah, man, that's 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 us. So here we are, Chelsea. Right up upon us. So if you're behind Chelsea, there's a decent chance you're tenth. Um, so it looks like there's a decent chance we're gonna finish in our lowest position <laughs> post Fergie. We Red, still have a question actually, bro. Do you think yeah, yeah. above Chelsea? Huh? Do you think we will finish above them? I don't know, man. They're quite they're a tough team to watch as well, man. They're a really hard team, but they have more quality than we do. Um, so I'd probably defer to their quality. And just so I could see that um, winning them more games than us. But, yeah, they've got... We've both got um, 21 games played. They've got 31. We've got 32. They're a plus goal difference. They've lost a lot of games, boy. Eight games they've lost. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just defer to their, their quality. They've got more quality all over the pitch than we do. Um, Poch is doing a horrible job, man. Right. He is stinking. And imagine the fight was between Poch and Ten Hag to get the... And I just said they're the same brother. They're looking like the same bizarre, <laughs> bizarre decisions. Like, what are you trying to do? Are they they yeah. are the same side. They're the same coin, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, different sides of the same coin. No, same thing. Same thing. Bro, like, same yeah, I, just, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like, some of these managers this season are doing a shocking, absolutely shocking job, man. Um... Cool. Uh, there's nothing. There's nothing else. Obviously, any of us are about. They asked Sir Jim Radcliffe what's his thoughts uh, like to Karen and whatnot. He said it's probably not appropriate for me to say anything yet. Obviously, nothing's been ratified. He was at the game on Sunday with Sir Alex Ferguson, David Gills banging about again. They're getting the old band back together. That's um, fucking nasty, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that will appeal to the fans in the short term, right? Yeah, but that's fucking yeah. nasty. They're not old. They're fucking pensioners. They don't know shit, lad. They don't know nothing. Me. You can't trick me. I know what you're doing. They can't trick us. They can't trick us, fam. The, 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 the worst thing is, yeah, the reason why you can't trick me now, I know the corporate game. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. It's cool. It's cool. It will work on the fans, though. It's the, it's just the fans you need to convince. If you get the fans on side, you get time. But this and is not going to be a Match fans as well. It's not like yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not going to be a. It's not going to be a quick fix with this team because financially we're spending way too much for how the team currently performs. Shifting some of those contracts are going to be. It's going to be tough work as well. Yeah. So I'm not expecting us to go into next season and suddenly all is right, man. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions, guys, man. Crack on. Uh, quite a few this evening. Uh, first one is from that Adani guy. Shout him out. Always sends in questions. Every day is confirming that ETH is 
resembling a dud. Do you think Enios give him the next summer window or they've been him before? Say say that again, so sorry. Uh, Every day is confirming that ETH is resembling a dud. Do you think Enios give him the next summer transfer window or do they bin him before? I don't know. I, I think I'm, it just depends on how bad this season. I'm scared that Martinez is going to give him his chain back. That's what I'm what worried do you about. Think, you think Martinez can fix this? Fucking hell. I don't know, man. This guy's fucking short, man. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. You know what? He's so good. He's actually so good. He's actually so good because there was, I think, there was one time in in the ch- channel. Yeah, he must have caught up to it, and then he nutmegs someone. I was like, "Yo, you're actually quality though, but fucking all your time." Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You're going up against physical monsters, tall, strong, quick. And he goes out there and he fights, you know. Who that old man? He puts in those tackles. He was talking about Aaron Wan-Bissaka. <laughs> Go on, let it out, Jim. It's just it's beautiful. So um, we need to pair him if he's staying. We need to pair him with somebody who is a prototypical centre back, six two, six three, strong, fast. Um, I think if we're finishing below Chelsea, he's gone. He's absolutely gone. You're finishing tenth in the league. Um, if we finish the season with less goals scored than goals conceded, there's no style or identity. The mentality and the morale within the team will be at an all-time low. Get rid of him. Then, I know this is what worries you, Elijah, but get rid of them guys, man. These guys are not taking you to the promised land, regardless of whoever the manager is, man. Get rid of the Bruno Fernandezes of this world. Get rid of the Ericsons. Get rid of Casemiro. Get rid of Wambasaka. Get rid of Dallow. Get rid of Luke Shaw. Get rid of Onana. You've got to get rid of Ordens. Get rid of Marshall. You got to get rid of Ordens. No, I'm of... sorry. Onana is so out of place in that list, but it's true. No, I know. Obviously, he's only been he ain't been here a season. But get rid, man. Just get rid. <laughs> Oi, that guy, yeah. yeah. Hey, you he forgot got... to mention Anthony, brother. Are you mad? Oh, fucking hell. Anthony, the, kick, the chief, the captain in chief. Get rid of Anthony as well, man. First name. What about, what about Varane? How are you feeling about Varane? He's a good defender. I don't know if he'd stay here for like half of what he was making, though. All right, other question. Where do you, where's the highest you think we can finish this season? Like, don't try to do the calculations of like points, but just averages. Where do you think we can, what's the best we can do? Sixth, fifth? Nah, Six. seventh, eighth, maybe. So are, we better, are we better than Newcastle? Not based on us playing against them. Um, but I think we're ugh, Newcastle aren't good, man. That's yeah, but, yeah, they aren't. But can you they, come no, say we're better than them? Due to a lot of their issues, like I think full strength, they're a they're, they're a decent side. Yeah, but um, I I I just don't like that team, so I'm just gonna say we're. Oh, it's a nasty team, bro. You don't like, like this team either. Yeah, I know, but I don't. <laughs> there's there's a different type of. Contempt to Newcastle, yeah, man. I, I, I don't like them. Yeah, they're not. They're nasty. With like Dan Burn, Gimenez. Yeah, no, the thing is, I the worst thing is, I actually like Dan Burn. I like they are. They're a decent football team, but people people just overrate them. And like this, these these excuses they've got this season just pissed me off as well, man. Like, yeah, man, I don't yeah. care. But to be fair, I don't expect them to do well this season. Um, I feel like we can get sick for seven percent like that. Um, hopefully, who's in the league cup? Hopefully, one of the one of the teams. Chelsea's uh, in it. Liverpool in it. 
Middlesbrough. Hopefully, Middlesbrough win it, so they take that Europa Conference League place. So seventh is not tied to that, but yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine I need I need Carrick to get a, tro- a finals as well. That'd be sick for Kazza. I'd be happy for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Imagine Manchester United in the Conference League. We should be able to opt to beat like beat now. Like, we don't want to be in this competition. No chance would we be in the Europe um, Europa Conference League. Yeah, but I think if he finishes anything from eighth downwards, he has to go, man. Like he has to go. Like uh, that means that n- none of the things we've mentioned have improved. Um, so what's going on with Luke Shaw? What, was he ill pre-game or was it like, because he's come back, but I feel like Ten Hag used him so much, he's mudded him. He played him like yeah. four, five, 90 minutes. In, is Ten Hag sick? Yeah, he's sick, man. Like, like, <laughs> like I said it before, I'm like, so obviously he's really concerned about Manu's game time here, which is right. good. Yeah. I'm like, if you were that concerned with the whole squad's game time and the rotation. It wouldn't be where we are now. Bro, it's so yeah. bad. Because he has been very careful with Maynu, Garnacho last season, Hoyland this season. And I'm like, why don't you just treat everyone else like that? But no, we would rather flog Casemiro for three days, for six months in a row, uh, until the man is a show of himself. And I'm like, fair enough. It's crazy. Like, we... Did he play him in that uh, Europa League game where we won the first leg 4-1? I know he played Rashford, but did he play him as well? I can't remember. I think so. I think so. But I feel like that was that was at the time where Casemiro was yes. like... Oh, what? He was yes. suspended for like... So that's, all he, that's all he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he had. But it felt like he played every single possible game. Obviously, he tried the Ericsson in that deepest role thing. Didn't work. Got by um, and we just didn't have enough bodies. All right, and then the second thing is a, not a question; it's more of a statement. Also, just wanted to say thank you for the pods. Been an upside to the disgrace that is Man Red. Thank you, brother. Um, it's another question from the Adani guy. Do you think this period is worse than Jose's last period? Under Jose, I hated him and Man Red. Now I just feel apathy. Um. You know that what I hear him speak, yeah? Because it's not his, it's never his fault. Like, mm-hmm. even at Roma, he's kind of like, you know, people are expecting me to finish fourth when we're clearly, people are expecting me to finish fourth when we're clearly not the fourth best team in the league. At Tottenham, he was doing the whole history of the Tottenham thing. What are you here for, bro? If you're here just to deliver the sum of the parts to the level that they're on, you're not, what's your value add? You come in every season with excuses. So what, what do we get to say? Oh, we gave you the seventh best team in the league and you finished seventh. Okay. What? So Ten Hag, despite himself, is trying and does want this job and does want to be successful. Jose Mourinho is just like, you lot are losing and it ain't my fault, boy. The, the thing is with Mourinho, the thing is with Ten Hag now, I don't feel like he created this bad atmosphere. I feel like this bad atmosphere was a consequence of a lot of things that went wrong in preseason mm. together. Mourinho made preseason a bad place to be all by right. himself. Right. And it felt like he was actively trying to get himself fired for a long time. Right. Now, me, everyone knows I was Mourinho's big, biggest fan. I'm, I, I, I still am a big fan, but I, I just know he's not that level anymore. Mm-hmm. And I could just see the team actually had talent then. 
Mm-hmm. And that's my problem. When yeah. a team has talent and it's not even showing anywhere near it, that's a big problem to me. Yeah. This team is talentless, plus the manager is not even doing anything to hide it. So that so that's a whole problem in of itself. But I felt like the, the reason why this, this period is so bad to me is not even about the manager. It's just about the players. The players are just fucking shit. Mm. Like, I... In that team, there was a lot of players that, even if I didn't like them, they had a standard talent. There's someone like fucking Herrera. Didn't rate him the highest, but there was a standard of talent there. Lukaku. Didn't rate the highest, there's a standard of talent there. This mm-hmm. team, no. Nah. Yeah, you're right. It's just a real abject. There's some real abject players in this in this team. No facts, absolute facts. Yeah, it's got it's got to be the Jose era. And to be honest with you, the icing on the cake was fucking signing Alexis Sanchez, man. When Martial was having the season that he like stuff stuff like that is so stuff like that is the reason why I was so bad because it's like you actually could have played Martial Sanchez and Lukaku together, but you went out of your way. <laughs> it, was it was a player that was playing well for, for absolutely no reason. It's like, ridiculous. Like yeah. Absolutely ridiculous because it's like he pointed a finger and basically said, Marshall, you're not doing enough. And I thought, yeah, Marshall's gonna crumble under this. And he actually rose it the next season. He actually came back and he was better. And the manager rewards him by after half a season. Did he have like nine, ten goals in all competitions? He had had 10 goals halfway through the the season. Playing wide left, right. And you decide to go and get a washed up. And Alexis Sanchez, who'd been looking washed for about a year, by the way. You went for for crazy money. And then once we got him on astronomical wages, that was it. His salary was the benchmark for, listen, you're paying this guy this. Ain't no fucking way, bro. Ain't no fucking way. And even the worst thing, even after all of that falling out with Mourinho, even the preseason thing, the fine and everything, Marshall was the one who was keeping him in a job the, the next season as yeah, well. Yeah, there was a mad period where he was going crazy. He was the one keeping him in the job. Uh, uh, the thing is, yeah. I was about to relay to the whole Sancho thing, but you know what? Yeah, let's keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question is from IOTech237. Anyone have any preference in terms of new manager? Think it's surely unanimous that Boldy isn't up to it, but who does the panel think could thrive as head coach? I, I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We've tried I mean... every type of manager, every type of spec of manager. We've tried it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of the manager market now, it's not. There's always talent out there, but it's not. There's not anyone really putting up trees. I'm not as big a Deserby fan as everyone else is, simply because I don't feel he's, he's like an idiot. Sometimes let's be just be frank on this. He's an idiot. Yeah, uh, don't get I'm, me wrong. It's admirable, but he's an idiot. Yeah, I mean, even that, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't think he's been under that pressure yet. That step up because he's been at Sassuolo, Shakhtar. Brighton, I don't think he's been under that pressure yet, and that'll be a good thing to see if he was able to make a middle step. But you think um, that's always a necessary case, though. I'm not going to use Arteta because I don't think mm. I don't think I don't want to use Arteta as an example. Yeah. Do you think it's always necessary for every manager to have that sort of this step, this step, this step sort of you know? Uh, so I'll go from Sao Salo to, to yeah. Brighton. Do you think that's necessary? I feel like it's important at Man United just because of the amount of pressure on the job. 
I, I, I feel like other clubs less so. Maybe at like a Chelsea, you might maybe maybe to be able to take more risks now because especially with the owners, because oh, they, they absolutely stink now. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, um, and like like that pressure of winning's not there anymore. Like even like a Liverpool back in the day, I don't think you need like they were that step really. But yeah, with United, the amount of eyes and just pressure for no reason. It's just like it's different. Yeah, it's different. I don't even think it's no reason. I think these there's like a handful of like absolutely massive clubs that are just larger than life, and the, the size of the fan base, the amount of fanfare, the amount of space in the media that they take up. If you're not a manager who's even somewhat used to that, you're absolutely gonna crumble under it. Like people are getting into the Zabi vibe so much, they're trying to say let him go around Madrid. But this is my issue. This is my issue. I'm saying <laughs> this is my this is my issue. On is like. Everyone's so like reactionary when it comes to results within a season, and I get it. Uh, like if we're watching football day in day out for a whole season, I'm not going to be like I'm just going to sit and watch and I'm just going to observe. But managers, people are telling me like, "Yep, yeah, he's headed for the top." Last season, last fucking season, and now shit. He's shit. Don't want him. He's a fraud. Da, 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 da. And I, I think I can. I've probably been guilty of, of that at times myself. So I've come to the conclusion I need a minimum. Two-year body of work, minimum two-year body of work before I can back any manager or come to any sort of extensive conclusion. Managers and players, to be honest with you, because I think you can come in immediately and there can be a lot of like low-hanging fruit, quick wins. And then, for example, like in the Ten Hag scenario where you actually overperform your expectations, what do you then do now? Maybe Ten Hag's job would have and life would have been better if we'd finished fifth last season. Would have finished fifth last season, there would have been less expectations on him to do even better and we could have incrementally built on that. But once you finish third, 74 points or wherever you got, the expectations that the least you should do is what you did last season. And like you guys are saying, sometimes progress isn't necessarily linear like that. But when you're talking about a team season, we're going to look at how many points you won at the end of the season, how your team played and did you win anything, right? So once you've got a league up 74 points, meaty football to improve on that the football's got to be better you've got to get more points and you've got to try and win something else so he maybe was a victim of his early success um and then once the club went to then back him financially because of that early success he didn't use the money very well after not having used the money well in the first place you know yeah i i, I actually well the first thing i'll say is i'm keeping I'm just Eliza. i know i know you're not keen i'm just saying i'm keeping my eyes on my boy mckenna in it i know it's a long shot I'm just saying, I'm keeping my eye. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spraying. I'm just saying, I'm keeping my eye. Ah, my he's at Ipswich. Let me know. No, 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 but the job he's done at Ipswich is a fucking madness. You're not going from Ipswich to Man U, man. Let, no, it's no, a no wait, that's not what I said, bro. Don't put words in my mouth, bro. Oh, you're watching him not for now. You're watching him for like a longer. Yeah, you're just what you're invested in his journey, yeah? Come on, you know the fans, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, do you know what? Yeah, look, look, you know me. I'm a sucker for pause. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Elijah the um, Stallion, Elijah the Stallion boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you make that the title, I'll buy nah, you. Please, please, <laughs> please, please, though. Please, though. Please, though. Um, nah, but, but look, I. I love a good sentimental story. So, but Kendall, Carrot coming back, I'll be like, yeah, great. But I, 
I don't want I know, I know where that will go. Yeah, yeah, for real. They're, they're yeah. better off away from us. They're better off. They're better yeah. off away from us. Yeah, like they're bet, they're bet, they're bet, they're better off away from us until the point where people can see that it won't be them. That's the that's the problem. It's us, you know. Yeah, yeah I agree. Fact, it's like doing well here, doing badly it's here. So it's damning. It's damning. Like it's big, big stage. You know. Cool. Mariah, Next just one. a quick one though. Just a quick one, yes. bro. You know what you said about Ten Hag. Mm. And he was like, bro, I'm not judging him, judging him, well, personally myself, and I don't think we are. I'm not judging him on last season because I think we did overachieve last season. I'm mm. judging him on what he's put, put in on that pitch, the players he's putting on the pitch, yeah. the tactics he's putting on that pitch. Right. And it's damning. I don't care. Last season's forgotten. League Cup didn't mean anything to me. And the top right. four really and truly, personally, meant nothing to me as mm. well. Only because of the fact that we got Champions League and we got bounced. It, who cares? Other than financially... I couldn't give a shit about Champions League as it stands. But when I watch us against Forest, Brighton, Palace, um, what other games will be shitting? I can't. Um, Everton, Everton us. Wolves, bro. Like, I could. Like, honestly, last season meant nothing to me. This season, he has been, he's been woeful, bro. So, firebun that guy. Get him, get rid. Sorry. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Can't disagree with any of that, brother. Cool. Next question is from Dimista underscore M2. Is United actually cursed because be it players or managers, they come here with their ideas and form and in a few months all of that is out. What is it about the club that makes managers just throw their principles out of the window and become liars? Oh, wow. <laughs> the I think thing is, pressure, man. I, don't I like that question. I, I don't even think who's come, who's actually come in throwing their principles out the window though? It's only Ben Ten Hag. Really. Ben Hag, yeah. Yeah, Oli didn't have any. Um, shit. Mourinho. Mourinho. I can't believe we fucking gave him a contract after the PSG game that if we played it 99 times, that's the only way we win it. We then proceed to then... They even let it go to the end of the season. This is when I knew them, man. They're just here for vibes. Just put somebody in the manager seat that means that we can crack on with our jobs with nobody asking us who's going to be the next manager. Yeah, cool. Oli, he'll shield us. He's a club, he's a club icon. The fans love him. Seems to have and then he proceeded to what like not win any like one game in nine or something. Uh and he's like, We're locked in now. We're fucking locked in. Literally. And then Alex Ferguson's parking space. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Literally for five months, I believe we what we average one win a month from oh from April to November. I will add oh, a month is nuts when you're playing two games a week. <laughs> no, like that, no, but that was just in the league. That was, that, that was okay. in the league. Oh, was in league. But but still it was, was like a month. My word. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't like Mourinho probably went back to his principles more than he abandoned them. Mm. That Van Hal never abandoned his never gave him up <laughs> Moyes, Moyes the job was, was just too big for him and to be fair like I said like I've always said Moyes was really set up with that job like they, they really say but but it's like whatever um yeah, and yeah, yeah Ten Hag just the, the problem is that Ten, Ten, Ten Hag has abandoned his principles yeah, he double felt off parts of it. Yeah, he's he's just abandoned his principles. He's just been really shit. I think you're gonna say it was probably out of like his hand being forced or whatnot, but it's like, no, you've continuously doubled down and made even 
worst decisions. And obviously, like Ajax fans would say, he was a bit funny with young players anyway. So I don't know if people thought he was just like conveyor belt of like, hey, you get a game. Oh, you get a game. elaborate on that. What do you mean? I did. I, that's quite so he was kind of up and down. So obviously he had Graven there, um, who he got played quite a bit. But there were other young players who people, fans wanted to see more of that he didn't necessarily give an opportunity to. So the idea was that, the idea that, oh, Ten Hag, your young players are all just going to get to play and play and play um, wasn't necessarily the reality of who he is as a manager. And like Elijah said, um, we've seen that. Like, you, he's so right. You swap Hannibal and Ericsson's ages around and there's no way that Ericsson is keeping him out of the team. Not a chance. He literally goes out there and does absolutely nothing. So you've got Ericsson who does nothing, Bruno who does nothing. How the hell, and then you get McTominay who does nothing too. How the hell do you expect to win football games? It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Then the compost game, I thought we were good, you know, we were lucky. Like, what? Now you're driving me crazy. You're coming out and you're just lying to my face. Yeah, I thought we were good or lucky today. If we keep doing more of that, the results will change. Come on, man. Um, cool. Next one's me, they don't care. Apparently, we're after a world-class striker, number eight, a CB and a right back this summer transfer window. Seeing as we've been after these positions the last four years in a row, do you have any faith with any of us here? We actually might fill those positions with good players. Too early to tell, man. Like it's generally too early to tell. I don't know, man. Just like I said, go to France, poach, 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 man. Give me them talents. We don't even know who they're going to bring in for the roles of sporting director or director of football, whatever title they yeah. decide to get it to. We don't even know who that's going to be. So yeah. until then, and, and Ten Hag saying he wants to still have control over transfers, scary hours. So let's just let's just you see where what? we are. I wouldn't even. The thing is, I, I think they said they want him. He wants to retain his veto. That's just fine. fine. That is yeah. fine. I just don't want you to choose. <laughs> you get a list of players. You're not going out saying, get me this player. You're getting yeah. a list of players and then you're choosing from, from, from that. Mm-hmm. That's it. A veto for a manager is completely fine. That's what yeah. happens. I'm not going to use him, so don't sign him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's cool. Like, of course, you'll be judged on that if another team signs him and he's actually fucking sick then cool yeah. but still right you can have you can have your veto you're just not choosing who we're you create get. the list he had to sing the theme tune write the theme tune <laughs> like that's what that's the power that he had before like no we'll give you the list and if we give you the list there ain't no Anthony on it I fucking guarantee it there ain't no Mason Mount on it I guarantee you there ain't no Sofia Amrabat on it I guarantee he just He's not, it's not his job to scout players. So he works within a very limited knowledge, which he has. Oh, these are players that I've either watched, played against. Yeah, I think he'll be good. Bring him in, you know? And that's what we've been doing. Next one's Arnold. Onano Bartes for the fewers. Of, of, <laughs> that's a crazy question. <laughs> that's a crazy question. Hey, Bartes was fucking shit. He was 5'11". We back in as well, didn't we? Like, back in of his career. Was yeah, it like he was 30 odd. Yeah, 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 he was he was like 32, 33, I think. Um, when did we sign him? Like 2002, 2003. Oh, I don't yeah. remember. 2001. 2001, no? Yeah, I, 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 2000 I, I, even. He was um oh he was 29 actually. Yeah, but he was 5'11. You know how I feel about keepers, guys. That ain't gonna cut it at all. Yeah, uh yeah, he was I, just he he wasn't good, and that was even me as <laughs> oh, 
yeah. <laughs> I could just tell this dispute was not good. Yeah, funny, isn't it? But he was well esteemed, wasn't he? So, was, do you, was it just a prem thing? What do you think it was? Because I, I had World my Cup, World Cup VAT, I think. What's that? Sorry, World Cup VAT, man. Yeah, World Cup Champions League with Marseille as well. But then again, that Marseille, that Marseille team was doping. <laughs> crazy. Were they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think I think Wenger said he almost fell out with the like he almost lost the love of his game because his Monaco team lost out to that Marseille team, but they were doping. And it was like, oh, fam, wow. I was like, fam, I can't believe it. And like, he, the thing is, he knew, but they didn't get caught dead. So he was, it was Damn. like, it was like, yeah. But, ah, all, all, all I remember about Bartes was that, was he had the short sleeves and the, and the grey kit. Good time. Yeah, I remember getting him, getting packed at the near post by Ronaldo when we played Real Madrid. Um, Try, yeah, yeah. That, you know the goal that Onana conceded yesterday where it's like, Shot straight at you, but you kind of like matrix backwards, and it goes One back. of the... I thought that was a goal that he conceded often. Um, just, uh, by the way, that Onana goal, I'm not that's that like people are saying it's a bit harsh. I, I, don't, think, I don't think it's even harsh because why are you that close to, to the ground anyway? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Does he not know there's a net above him as well? Like he like that that is a stance you take if you're playing in five aside goals because you because you know that the ball cannot go above you. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like them ones, them saves. I always they don't speak to me of the ball's been rasped and I'm not trying to get hit. You know, like but it looks yeah. like it looks like the oh god, it like... went too quick, but you actually <laughs> purposely dodged it yourself. One of the angles, it looked like it either hit him or it was close to hitting his face, and he kind of yeah. screamed away. Yeah, it legit went past his face. It was like near his shoulder. So when people are saying, "Oh, how how can you save that, brother?" It's not like he went high in the high in the net. Mm-hmm. It was near him, and his his art placement is fucking shocking. Oh yeah, he's just not good. He's actually just not good. He's probably not good. I, I yeah. fully 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 agree with you. I'm not a fan whatsoever. And he, when he speaks, oh my god! Lads was rating it early in the season. Lads like, nah, man, we need guys who are accountable. I need guys who are not so shit. You have to be good to speak like that. If you're not good, I still do. I'm here to double down. (laughs) Well, I'm deciding on the episode name: Elijah the Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking killed me today, bro. Okay, okay. Your friend's close. <laughs> Next one is uh, so I think if you're asking us who's a better keeper, I think Butter. Well, I'm just I'm not getting behind the five eleven keeper, but Anana's got the arms of someone who's five nine, so it's crazy, bro. The thing is, they are actually basically the, the same to me. I can't even lie. I one just mad like... at you. If you told me Anana <laughs> was five eleven, I probably believe you, man. I, I can't no, he looks believe... it in goal. In the goal, he looks it. For I, sure. yeah, I, can't he's six, three. I can't believe yeah? he's six three. I don't believe he's 6'3". You can't <laughs> believe. I don't believe. <laughs> oh, do you know what is so funny? Yeah, so, so obviously, Onana didn't make it in time for the game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I agreed to that. That is, that is whatever. Yeah. The, the keeper that's standing in for him, yeah? Yeah. Like you know, they both played for Bar for Barcelona, yeah. And I'm thinking, is he what Onana Junior? No, like, first of all, their names are very 
Yeah, on, on Doha or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the names are very similar. Well. When I went to check it, I was like, I thought you didn't play. Oh, shit, that's not on Doha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm thinking, Samuel Eto'o has put both of these guys on because without Samuel Eto'o playing for Barcelona, there's no way these guys are at the highest level. It is so that's, crazy. That, and they probably wanted to be outfield players and he said, oh, do the goalkeeper thing, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you can feed the family, you know? <laughs> you can feed the family. So, yeah, he, he's in Belgium playing for, just on door, he's playing for Ustende. Like, you wouldn't believe me if I didn't read it off the screen, you know? That like, a real team. Cool. Uh, next one is from Alexander Tao. Um... The Rashford hate for multiple corners of the fan base has become unbearable and is undoubtedly having an impact on the player himself. Is it better to let him leave and sign elsewhere or to ride the storm? Let him leave, brother. He signed a Supermax. He ain't going nowhere, man. Look, look. I will stand by it. I would much rather pay Rashford this than he go off and perform somewhere, somewhere else. Because on my You're life... going to be a prototypical Nigerian husband. <laughs> what the fuck, man said? You're going to suffer with me, man. <laughs> no. How dare you? I'm how, sorry. How dare you try to have a better life? You're, no, you're no. going to suffer with me. No. As a fan, imagine Rashford, Mr. Car- Mr. Carrington, going and performing somewhere else. Yeah, that'll make you feel sick. But yeah. I don't think he would, man. I think he's just not the brightest. No, 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 the thing is, but... He's played in shit not... teams his whole career. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, like, but, I mean, to, like, to be honest, the fan base, like, it's perfect. It's actually, like, even... I don't care how, how he's played this season. The reaction to him posting on the, posting the comment for... For Sancho. What did he say? He said... Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he said, yes, sir. That's so funny, man. That's what got people... to that. Like, say something proper. I think he tried to be non-committal. Like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no. The no, top no, no. don't even know what that means. Like, yeah, no, I... no, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I say that all the time. It's just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, cool. <laughs> He satisfied Sancho that they're still boys and he keeps the top reds off him. Yes, sir. No, no, no. The top red said, yeah, that's confirmation that his body language is season means that he's been sulking because Sancho hasn't been playing. I was like, What's, what yeah, are you yeah, even yeah. saying? Yeah. And all and Sancho then, posted was a picture of him training. He said, it's good to be back training. Yeah. And, yeah. and no, do, do you know the worst thing is, yeah? Benny McCarthy was under that post and he yeah, was supporting yeah. Salah Sancho more. They said nothing. Sure, commented under another post. Nothing been said. Rashford yeah. said, yes, sir. And he said, ah. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I'm like... Yes, and sir. Then, and then even after yesterday where he done the sir celebration with the keep talking thing and they're complaining about that, I'm like, brother, what, like... Like, find actual real things to complain about. Like, it's just pathetic. Like, now it now it literally just looks like you're just trying to look for anything to criticise him for. He's not been good this season. Cool. Sometimes his body language has stunk. Cool. Like, that is something he really needs to improve on. In just, just, for, just, for per, just for perception at this point. Because, quite frankly, he's going to get in the... It, 
in the neck more so because you know his skin color people will like to admit it but really and truly yeah because he's black he's gonna get a bit <laughs> a bit more so it's yeah. just like that's it at the end of the day um but it's perfect like and and and, and the worst thing is it stops me from actually trying to criticize him because I'm like, you how can I? It. You've got to, you've yeah. got to now. You've got to go into defense mode because their motivations are, and it's just like of all the players in the squad to have this amount of vitriol and energy towards. What is it? Yeah, like, but he's actually performed like even within a bad season. If you take his last three, four years, and I know there's been a couple of bad seasons in those. He's still at the top in terms of performances in this team. So why have you got all that energy for him? I, it, yeah, it's insane, man. It's insane. Everything he does, he breathes, it offends them. You yeah. know? Like, of Lingard and they used to be, well, look at them, rich men, well-dressed, how fucking dare they? Like, it's it's, uh, it's, 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 it's Lingard, Pogba, Martial. It's, 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 I feel yeah. like just because he has associated himself with players... That they don't like. He he's, gets, that's he's, actually a good. Yeah, that's actually a good uh, point. Yeah, he just yeah. he's like associated. Like, with, like yeah. now they've run out of skateboards. They're like, hey man, <laughs> you're gonna. Have yeah, to, you're you're have to you're, you're, you're up next. Yeah, you're right. He's associated himself with players they don't like, and they're like, you know what? Because even last season he wasn't getting much love. It was no, like eh. people were saying, "Oh, but look at his performances." I'm like. Yeah, they're not great, but the whole team's not performing well. Bro, it's when winning games, but... when you're scoring 30 goals, that's enough goals scored for people to just be like, thank you, brother. And we were winning games because of him. Like, you you can directly correlate the drop-off this season and where we were last season because right. Rafford hasn't performed the same. Oh, so so is Ten Hag as good as we thought he was last season? Huge question. Oh, no, the, the thing is, I never said, like, last season was even amazing. Like, I said we are... A decent team, but we do need to improve with controlling games, like scoring more. Mm. None of that improved, and now we look worse defensively, and that's what's that's it. Can I go go, dog? Next question is IK underscore almost done, lads. Quite a few questions this week. Shout out, it's IK because he's always coming with a, an alternative perspective every week. Hear me out, ellipsis. <laughs> Would a transfer ban actually save United from themselves and make us actually use Carrington first to solve our squad problems? Man. We'd finish, like, 15th. Um, we would do it that for a season and then we'll just go out and sign more players, so... People will start hating on the youngies as well. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we saw it with Chelsea. They had that transfer ban. Then as soon as it was lifted, they went to sign Werner, Havertz, Ziyech... And whoever else they signed, oh god, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it won't do much. It'll maybe it might change the perception of a few young players. Maybe maybe they're good enough to stay as squad players, so maybe they'll do that. But yeah. yeah. Uh, next one, Slim Popper. Pause. Are we underperforming, or is this just who we are now? I say latter. Latter. Yeah, we are. The, the, the players are really shit, man. Like people need to understand, the players are really shit. Levels. Cool. Um, what's next? This is from Ruler of Gap. What's up? Bruno always kicking the ball on the opposition player most games. He did yesterday too. And Sevilla are not going to exercise that 20 million. <laughs> 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 
I remind, it reminds me of when uh, uh, buy and loan Cancelo and the option was like 77 million. It's like, ain't no way. Ain't no way they're going to be paying 77 million. For uh, the, the, the city board were like, we done them there, mate. <laughs> and the band were like... <laughs> Mm, yeah, mm. We'll uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got <laughs> us. <laughs> oh gosh, this is hilarious, man. Um, yeah, what? Well, <laughs> um, why Bruno is kicking the ball on the opposite? He's not good. He's not good. It's quite simple. We were telling you this when he was putting up crazy numbers. We've been consistent from day dot on Bruno Fernandez. You've gotten a lot of hate from Manchester United fans about it. You've got fans making excuses for him now. You know, he's not, he don't care no more. He's mentally checked out. Like, let him go. Like, just let him go. You know, and of all the times to check out when you've been given additional responsibilities, just let him go, man. And just cut our ties. Uh, next one is from Chris Washier. Uh, Hoyland had a good game at the weekend, but I still get frustrated with the inconsistency of this hold-up play sometimes, sometimes not. Um, and is this all down to his own need to improve or are there team system issues which exacerbate this? I mean, what, he's 20 years old. Um, and like I, I always say, it's first time playing as like a lone striker properly throughout a season, so it's going to be difficult. Um, yeah, he's going he's gonna to learn, but he's not in, in the best place for that and he's not in the best system to get him the ball as much as possible. I feel like what he had like apparently he had like 15 touches yesterday or something like something crazy like that. That's crazy. And he got and like he got a goal or assist like like we just don't give him the ball the ball enough to affect the game. So like I can't it's, it's perfect the game yeah but then again he should he should she should have been doing a lot a lot better this season but um yeah, yeah, he had 18 touches of the ball yesterday, which mm. is fucking bonkers, man. Fair, fair. Um, <laughs> next question Afo Afa Afs, which manager being sacked gave you the most joy? Do you think you'll experience more joy when Ten Hag eventually gets sacked? No, the Mourinho one was the best. I can't lie. Mourinho one the, was... the Mourinho one was crazy because I just woke up and was like, fucking no, he's gone. Because the thing is, the with the Mourinho one, I just didn't expect it. I you feel like... Have, the, what, was, what was the last result? Liverpool, Liverpool. 4 3 one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anfield. Yeah. It was the Liverpool 3-1, but I didn't think... Because I, like it was bad, but I didn't think they would actually sack him. Um, but the, with like with the rest, it was expected. Like with Moy, Van Gaal, um, Solskjaer. Like, it was expected, so mm. it was like, I think the I think the Mourinho was, was surprised, and it was so toxic at that point. So yeah, yeah. I think to myself, um, Oli, man, Oli, fucking hell, I hated that guy by the end, man. <laughs> I I hated him from the start, man. Actually, eh? yeah, yeah, he was so incompetent. Literally yeah, so, so bad, so so bad. Cool. Last few questions, guys. Uh D underscore T911. For my football manager players, Garnacho, Wonder Kid or potential good Premier League you Good you. He's a good, good you, man. Good yeah, you. he's a good you. Yeah, yeah. Rab Which player in our current squad do you feel has the highest ceiling? 
Mainu. Yeah, that's quite easy actually. Just yeah. because, and it's not even about technical ability or he just he's has just, a brain. He's just got common sense, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's it. He actually has a brain. Yeah. Uh, ZS underscore London, shout him out. I don't know how you guys feel, but is this the most unwatchable United team post Fergie? I think Van Gaal's is close. LVG days when we were literally like, will we get a shot on target? Will we get a fucking shot on target? The I fact don't. That you and Jeff refer back to that period, like, oh I man, I can't, I can't believe, believe it. it. I, 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 I you know what it is. I know why they do it though. It's because it, we we've spoken about this before. Those big games, they, oh, like, they made me horny. Like those big games. <laughs> <laughs> The like, worst thing is, yeah. The worst thing is, so in what, the, the season, guys, yeah. No, no. Oh, when you're facing like the cities, the Liverpools, ah, oh, wow, oh, ah, oh. no, no matter. Oh. No, but no, no, but the thing is, yeah. In that second season, yeah. If you actually think about the big games, we weren't even that good. Like the Arsenal three nil, the Chelsea nil nil. You see, the no. second season did, was that when we beat City four two and Carrick scored. No, no, that was the first season. Okay, yeah, that that was, that was that first season was. Wait, that Arsenal three 0 in like twenty minutes. That was at, at Emirates. Wow. That at was Emirates. October fourth, twenty fifteen. You think wow. you think I forgot? Wow, was that was that, that was at Emirates in the black game? It left Damian with twisted like his blood was twisted like before that. Oh, Damian, good fullback. Yeah. What they did to him that day. He's never recovered. Him and Schweinsteiger. Him and Schweinsteiger. Him and Schweinsteiger <laughs> after that game, dusted. Absolutely dusted. But Schweinsteiger nah. knew he had to he had to go to uh, America after that. Yeah, mm. Chicago Fire. But literally, that second season of Van Hal was the worst. It was it was it was awful to watch. Absolutely awful to watch. And even though this is bad, no. Nah. Nah, that was some of the worst shit I've seen in my life. Like, yeah, literally. Stuff was not, bro, you're going into games. Are we going to, like, the most likely result is nil-nil. That's what you're going into games. Literally, I've never, never in a point in my life have I been organising stuff purposely to miss games. <laughs> it how was about three o'clock on Saturday? Now, nah, nah, three o'clock on Saturday. Mm, how about next week at 4.30 on the Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Um, what about Thursday, 8 p.m.? That's a random time. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we had Thursday night Neymar, though. On those uh, days. Thursday night Neymar. Thursday night Neymar. Hey, Dad, wherever he is. <laughs> Yo, that's something. Hey, is Memphis still playing football, by the way? What's happened to him? Yeah. Uh, he plays for Atletico, but he can't get a game. Yeah, Morata's finally come good. Uh, Look. Like I swear to God, people were swearing, ah, oh, if we get we we should get the pie for three million. Ah, oh. I'm like, brother, it's this not that deep. No people be dis- <laughs> it's not that deep. No, it's not. It, it wasn't just him, it's multiple people. I'm like, it's not that deep, you know. Hey guys, you sound like Drake, man. <laughs> I, I I needed this, guys. <laughs> no, seriously, I needed this pod today, man. Fucking hell, maybe not. I hear you, I hear you, bro. Uh, got Hendrix, three X's and a three instead of an E. Ooh, okay, getting spicy. You see who's asking us, it's catchy. You, yeah, you don't give a shit, man. Um, what's the long-term plans with Sancho and mm <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did try to bring him back, you know. I would be. You think, yeah? Yeah. What for both? 
I think it'll be a PR nightmare for Ineos especially to try and build up all that good because look the fans don't want him back and you can try as much to be fair I feel like it would have been more not palatable but if they actually communicated it properly then maybe people would have understood more so last summer but because they were so it was poorly done and it it looked like they were trying to be sneaky about it that's where the uproar really really came and then it just snow- snowballed but um yeah. yeah he really he really fucked united what's his name athletic guy oh my guy what's his uh name? crafton adam crafton uh yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah. but they, they 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 done him so he done them but to be honest yeah. he just he just shone a light on what was you know exactly course, oh i have no qualms with it i, I just uh it and i don't think you do bro. i know you do yeah no no qualms with it really and i think i agree with elijah it just makes no sense he's doing well for himself in spain let's just cut ties man like if i was yeah. him i'd probably just stay out there you're never going to play for england again um there's no team in this country that you can play for that their fan base um won't kick up an almighty fuss because of you playing and there's no, been no like rehabilitation so um, that was my biggest thing. That's my biggest issue. That's my biggest issue with him. Apart aside from the the, the acts, the acts yeah, yeah. The biggest issue is that there's been no repercussion for his behavior. So how yeah. can I know there's real true remorse? Well, there's been exactly. no remorse. There's been none. Yeah, you've just kind of stayed quiet and then just started playing football again and have thought that your ability will do the talking for you. But we're in a different era. Um, we're in the time life where everybody's connected in ways that they weren't 20 years ago. So, you know, there's players in the past who've had these sort of things happen to them and they've just kind of cracked on with it. Um, so I think Elijah would be right. Any of group shouldn't really be interested in either of those players. Sell them on, get some decent money for them. We just plan the next era of Manchester United, you know. Um, I think we need as few distractions off the pitch as we can possibly get. I think we discussed getting a bunch of players out um, and really starting anew, and I hope that's the way. I, I'm neutral. I need him gone, man. Like I really need that guy gone. Like I don't know. I suddenly feel a lot of disdain towards him. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, he just has to go. I don't know why. So, I it was just him not playing again yesterday. It's just like, just get out, man. Like, do you know what's so? Do you know what's so funny? There's been this thing on Twitter. They were like, ah, oh, um, people call Varane injury prone, but Luke Shaw's missed more. And I'm like. People didn't think Luke Shaw's injury prone. Injury prone? <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's insane. That's that's that's, insane. that's news to me. <laughs> he plays well when his contract's due for renewal mm-hmm. or sign another left back. So you have to constantly keep giving him one year pay as he plays, or every summer sign a new left back just to keep him hungry. It's crazy. That, Absolutely crazy. And what he signed a new contract last season. Yeah, so he sorted one of the highest earners at the club. When I talk about the kind of senior players in the dressing room. He's he's one of them. Sure, being a senior player in the dressing room is crazy. Through no, just through the sheer amount of years he spent on earth. That's how he's become a senior player. <laughs> Not because of anything about his personality. You've just spent an enormous amount of years on planet Earth and you happen to be in the dressing room and you're English. Yeah, sorry, you're just going into the senior group. I, I'm gonna be so real to you. Mm. I would look up to Hannibal more than I would look up to show. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be yeah, you so and Hannibal good. would light up the city together. Are you like, mad? Literally, yeah. Tear it up. Get the vapes, bro. Get the vapes, man. 
So being a senior player in the dressing room is so because that he just like to me he's still nineteen. He's still nineteen to me. He's still nineteen to me, and I and I don't mean that in a favorable way. Yeah, yeah, of course. All disdain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow, wow, wow! Yeah, that is true. Permanently, ah, uh, oh, just give him a couple of seasons and he'll be all right. He's been in that. One. He's been in that kind of bracket. You know, Manchester United career. He's almost good, man. He's almost good. Yeah, yeah. My guy's twenty-eight. Yeah, get him gone. Harry Maguire, Scott McTominay, Wamba Saka, Dallo, Bruno Fernandez, Casemiro, Christian Eriksen, Anthony Martial, Pelestri, Anthony. Who <laughs> Pelestri? <laughs> All of them, Pelestri shit blood. Get all of them. Uh, he's not good. Obviously, there's different criteria on within yeah. that list. But yeah. he's got. Yeah. I'm just glad we actually got an opportunity to see he's not good. So yeah, yeah. Stop Do it. Yeah. We have never lived it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, the thing is, that's all I wanted. I just didn't want to see Anthony play. I want to see other guys give it a chance. And he wasn't good enough. So it's cool. Yeah, crack on. Well, he'll kill me. He got three games. He got three games. So I'm like, you are not fucking it. You yeah. are not. It you know, and I that's think fine. The best could be could be a squaddy last 10 15 minutes type player. Yeah, one of the, the fullbacks' legs are tired. Sell him. I wonder how much we get for it. Like, ah, the, even the loans we send players on, they just stink of no foot. Like Granada a fight for your life type of team, dirty, murky football, just trying to stay in La Liga, and we keep giving them our young players. Bro, we're gonna make mistakes who why why did we send Palestri to Almira twice and he didn't play twice? <laughs> What did they say to get him the second? Nah, trust bro, trust me, man. No, 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 like, oh, you bro. know me. You know like, me, bro, oh, man. Like, oh, bro. bro, I forgot we even had him, bro. I'm sorry, bro. This time, it's going to be a magazine. <laughs> it's going to be a movie. Pelly, Pelly, the movie. Trust me, trust me. Gosh. What a meaty you, man! Because <laughs> we we bought we bought him off of um the the recommendation of um Forlan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like he it was a decent you, and then do you think we messed him up a bit as well? Yeah, we, 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 he, he could have progressed a bit more, but then that doesn't happen. Like he he's just a consequence of our development system, but it happens. He played six hundred and sixty-two minutes his second season there. In the league, so that's that seven, seven, eight games worth. Jesus Christ! Uh, and the season before that, he played. As he played, he played more. He, well, five hundred thirty-nine minutes. Actually, I take that back. Oh man, that's horrible. Like we literally. Oh, that's man. like. That's like a year and a half of nothing. Oh my God, poor, poor kid, man. Yeah, man. But I mean. The worst thing is he still starts for his... That's what I'm going to say. He plays every game. So plays funny. every game. Doing his thing, man. Doing his thing. All right, gentlemen. Uh, as always a pleasure. We've got a bit of a gap between now and our next uh, game. Some warm weather training for us. Some warm weather training for the lads. They don't, they don't deserve... They need to go. <laughs> they need to we, be do, we do, though. We do. No, no, no. We, we deserve it. They, I, they... See you in Napa. I see you in Napa, Elijah. <laughs> I've got to negotiate some deals, man, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Yes, man. Negotiate some deals over some cocktails, man. Treat yourself, bro. You've earned, you've earned it. Oh, my guys, God. My guy, always a pleasure, man. Love, bro. Good, uh, good speech love, to man. you guys. Yeah, nice one, boys. See you next Peace. week. Cheers. Peace. Bye, bye. I shoot my shot, I hit my goals I let man act like they don't know Check my record and learn that code 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to talk I shoot my shot, I hit my goals I let man act like they don't know Check man's record and learn that code 187, that's Andrew Cole Murder a beat, I'm cold When I link up with bro, that's I did it like Andrew Cole, I just do my thing, I don't need to Middle with the field in check like scores But I still grind and chase my scores When I get a chance, man's veins get cold Sports Social Podcast Network